John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Houston this week, uh, Dana Holgerson. He's a guy you know. You've uh, been around for a few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a lot of respect for him. So he was an uh, inside receivers coach when I was a grad assistant at Tech. And, uh, you know, just one, when I was there, one of the hardest workers and just so detailed. And um, every time I talk to him, we laugh about those, those, um, uh, those leech years. And so it would be good to see him. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, by Kaleo Wealth Management, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. I'm glad to get to November and... I'm excited about moving on to Baylor. Um, you know, this ha- this one has history. This, this is the same thing as like the, the Texas history stuff, right? Uh, this is the 29th matchup between us and Baylor, the old Southwest Conference days. The 20 years that Houston was in the Southwest Conference, this was a yearly game, back and forth game, 13 and 14 and one, I believe, is what the record is. So it's a pretty evenly matched rival game, uh, so to speak. Uh, Three hours up the road. All our players know all their players. Uh, this one's going to be fun. You know, I'm excited about it. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi, and welcome to John Morris Show on a Tuesday. We appreciate you being with us. Dave Aranda, Dana Holgerson in the open. Baylor in Houston comes up on Saturday. Aaron, as you know, it is a uh, renewal of an old Southwest Conference rivalry. First meeting since 1995, the last year of the Southwest Conference, as the Bears and the Cougars get to in football, let's say, mm-hmm. in football. Coming up this Saturday. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to the the renewal of this rivalry. Yeah. There are certain Southwest Conference rivalries that I really don't care if they renew. You know, <laughs> right. no, no offense, but I mean, I just, I have never been interested in really seeing Baylor play Rice or SMU. SMU, a little more now because, it, you know, the program's better. Right. But I always wanted to, to play Houston and TCU again, and they ended up in the Big 12. There you go. Worked yeah, great. You mean that ACC school? Uh, yeah, SMU? yeah, absolutely. Isn't that weird? <laughs> they may end up playing them now because it might Power happen. Five school. Of course, there's probably a lot of people calling SMU now yeah. their Power Five school because uh, I think both the F- SEC and the Big Ten have a requirement for one Power Five school and out of conference. And uh, I think there's probably quite a few coaches that think SMU would be ideal for that. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Whether they're right or not, I don't know. Yeah. So it'll be fun. Baylor and Houston getting back together. Uh, you know, think about uh, Jerry Hill and I were talking about, and Jerry will be with us later this hour. Uh, don't want to steal any of his <laughs> thunder, but we were talking about, you know, what do we remember about some big games, Baylor, Houston through the years? To be honest, the first one we both thought of, the one that kind of stands out was 1989. We played Houston in the Astrodome. Mm-hmm. Andre Ware's Heisman Trophy winning season. <laughs> And he just torched Baylor. It was sixty-six to ten. I remember. That's that's you the game, that game I was going to say. Is it really? Exa- yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the one Jerry and I remember the most. Andre also. Ware's senior year when he won the Heisman Trophy. Yep. Absolutely. He yep. he was 
one of the most amazing college quarterbacks I've ever seen that year. I mean, he just he couldn't miss, and there was always receivers running wide open in that offense. Golly, it was brand new. You know, it I was. mean, people just did not know how to defend it, and they were they were putting. Did they put up a hundred on SMU? Ninety five. Okay, think. I know they got I think close. They scored ninety five. I know points. that. He was going for it. Sure. He, he was trying to hit 100. I, was I that John Jenkins? Yes. Was Jenkins the yeah. coach? Clown. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. He, he he would be one that would want to put 100 Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That guy was uh, that guy was much different than most head coaches in football <laughs> at any level in right. the way he thought about, you know, the game and and certain things he did in the game. I'll put it that way. So that's one that we remembered on a negative side, and uh, and Andre Ware made sure the Baylor sideline knew how good he was <laughs> after one of those touchdown passes, um, maybe more than one. But Baylor and Houston get together uh, this week, 2.30 at McLean Stadium. Jerry will join us. We'll talk all about that and Baylor athletics in general with uh, Jerry Hill, the Baylor insider, coming up in just a bit. The other thing with regards to this game coming around is, uh, and I watched the uh, Dana Holgerson press conference from yesterday. I watched that this morning, and he just can't, he cannot let it go about that 2020 game that was scheduled here. Oh, I know. He brings it up every time. Because of COVID. He cannot let right. it go. Like, it was not. It was COVID related. That's exactly right. What it do you was... want to do? Play the game? Did he want to play the game? I don't know. I like, like, like they scheduled it in one week and then got scared and changed their mind two days later. You it, know. it was supposed to be the season opener. Right. And it got canceled because or postponed because of COVID. And they said, hey, look, we both have an opening on. So that would have been maybe like September 2nd or something like that. And they said, look, we both have an opening on the 19th. Do we want to try to play this game then? Right. And both sides said, yes, let's do it. So that's one of those things, you know, when you think of football schedules being made 10 years in advance, this was a game that was scheduled in a week, you know, and and then it comes up to the week of the game and it gets canceled on a Friday because of COVID again. And it was Baylor's Baylor's issue with COVID and and uh, Dana Holgerson just won't let it go. The <laughs> last thing on his press conference today mm-hmm. or yesterday was, you know, he said, yeah, it's our, uh, here's my Dana Holgerson imitation. Yeah, his first <laughs> meeting since, uh, yeah, two, uh, 1995. Of course, we were supposed to play in 2020. <laughs> and, well, it got canceled on Friday. Like, he couldn't help himself by bringing it up. Right. And then he said, I don't want to talk about that. Mac's mad at me. I don't want Mac to be mad at me. <laughs> but he brings it up every time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's like, it wasn't like, well, it wasn't like some of Baylor's opponents, you know, that, that, Canceled that have canceled their games like Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech they did it yeah. for a bigger payday. That's right. You know, Baylor did it because they didn't have enough players that didn't have COVID to play the game. It was it's pretty COVID. simple, exactly. You know, like let it go. But he brings it up uh, like Baylor ridiculous. was running scared and yeah. didn't want to play Houston. Then, golly, so he he slipped it in. It was the very last thing in the press conference uh, for Dana Holgerson yesterday, and. Uh, it just seems like, by golly, he was going to get that in at some point during his press conference. All right, we'll visit with Jerry Hill coming up in a bit. We look forward to that. Um, World Series Game 4 comes up tonight. Great win for the Rangers last night, Aaron. 3-1. Uh, to one. Corey Seager just continues his postseason tear. Two-run homer really provided the difference. Um, but uh, maybe a little costly. Uh, Max Scherzer went out. He had back tightness. You could see that. 
kind of building. And then when he was trying to loosen up for the fourth inning, he just couldn't go. So they brought John Gray in, who's a former Oklahoma Sooner. Mm-hmm. And, man, did he do great for the next three innings. Yeah, he was great. And it sets up for the last three games about as well as it could for yeah. the Rangers yeah. as far as starting pitching because – it would be obviously so huge if you could win this bullpen game today and go up 3-1. But no matter what happens tonight, you're going to have Evaldi tomorrow. Yep. You're going to have Montgomery for game six if necessary. And you're going to have John Gray for game seven if yeah. necessary. And I like the Rangers' chances of winning. If they can win tonight, they'd only win, need one of those games. Yeah, you know. So I, I like the Rangers' outlook in the rest of this series. Scherzer may be done. Uh, nobody knows yet, but that back tightness uh, didn't look good for him last night. And then a little bit later in the game, can't remember what inning it was, but uh, uh, Aroldis Garcia um, was swinging and you felt him reach for his lower back. And apparently that is an issue. I haven't heard anything yet about his availability. Have you? No, I haven't seen anything yet. I've been checking Twitter and the internet and uh, still nothing. So that would be a big loss. Now, the Rangers have other guys they can plug in, but nobody that's as uh, red hot, white hot as as Garcia. So that bears watching to see if he's in the lineup tonight for the, the uh, Rangers. Game four comes up tonight. It's in Arizona again. And uh, as Aaron said, this one is uh, kind of the designated bullpen game. Both sides will piece it together uh, pitching-wise for this game tonight. But big, big win for the Rangers last night to go up two games to one. So... Fun to watch there, and Game 4 from the desert comes up tonight. All right, we're off and running on this Tuesday. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Uh, really good story I heard earlier today about Chris Young, the GM for the Rangers. Uh, share that with you uh, when we come back. Maybe you know it, but we'll share it with everyone. Uh, really, really good story about him. Stay with us. John Morris Show off and running on a Tuesday. We are brought to you in part by... Alan Samuels, Alan Samuels Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday, beginning at 7 p.m., live from Rudy's in Waco, with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Wednesday and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and head football coach Dave Aranda, live from Rudy's. That's this Wednesday from 7 till 8 p.m., live from Rudy's, and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you're a small business owner, you know the value of trusted advice. We're here to build a relationship with you and help navigate the financial complexities you may encounter. Your success is our passion. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Save down award-winning Buick SUVs at Richard Carr. The number one overall rated midsize SUV by J.D. Powers, the Buick Envision is a roomy and reliable SUV with a quiet and luxurious interior. Right now, save $4,000 on a 2023 Buick Envision or save $4,000 on a 2024 three-row Buick Enclave. Plus, qualified buyers get 1.9% financing and no payments until 2024. Call now, get here now, or log on now and drive home in your new Buick today. At Richard Carr, we give you more. 
For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of D'Amore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. D'Amore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. D'Amore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes, and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing DMRA Fine Jewelers. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lift, ditch switch, sky track, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today i want to meet you 254-495-0338 google amanda cunningham realtor with colwell banker apex to find my website facebook and more you'll find gifts for the whole family jewelry candles home decor and wind chimes at china spring country store they're also an official purina dealer featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all of your farm animals and pets china spring country store is also the place to find deer protein deer corn and deer feeders outdoor furniture plus farm and ranch supplies including gates panels and fences Go buy and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 9030 China Spring Highway, and at ChinaSpringCountryStore.com. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100-plus years of combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. How many miles across Texas have you and your team walked for Let's Walk Waco? As we wrap up our walk this year, join us for the Diabetes Awareness Fair and Let's Walk Waco wrap-up party on Saturday, November 4th from 1 to 3 at the Doris Miller Community Center at 1020 Elm Avenue. We'll have diabetes education, screening, and resources along with a one-mile walk, fitness demos, and fun for the whole family. So keep logging those miles and remember, every step counts.
What's the name of the song? Spooky. It is. Do you remember who performed it? I can sing it. I, you don't want me to do yeah, that. Come on. But, come on. Let's uh, hear you sing. <laughs> something, something. Crazy little girl like you. Uh-huh. Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta Rhythm Section. Rhythm Section. Yeah, right. okay. That's it. Very good. Yeah. I like the song, and I remember Spooky the name of Halloween. it. Halloween. Yeah. Well done. Very good. Welcome back. Glad you're with us inside the Alan Samuel Studios. We're brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management. The team at Kaleo helps people chart a path toward their financial goals, also helps them pursue their dream dreams. 200 West Highway 6 in Waco, 254-751-5050 for Kaleo Wealth Management. Um, Chris Young, GM for the Rangers. You know his backstory. Football and, I mean, not football, baseball and basketball at uh, Princeton. Princeton. And, you know, they show a lot of shots of him up in the the box. And he's the big, tall guy. He's six foot ten. Mm-hmm. you know. And, I remember when he pitched for the Rangers. I was a fan yeah, of his. Yeah. He had a couple of really good seasons. Now, help me. Did he, was he from Highland Park? Do you know that? Yeah, I believe so. And I believe him and Matthew Stafford may have graduated around the same time. Okay, okay. I'll double check that. But I Check think on that. Right. But I think that's right. But from the Metroplex and uh, wanted to go somewhere where he could play football. I keep saying football. He wanted to play baseball and basketball. Really good at both, obviously. Six foot ten pitcher, six foot ten post player. So I heard an interview with Scott Bradley today. He is the baseball coach at Princeton. And he was telling the story of how they got uh, Chris Young to Princeton. And he, Chris was, was getting all these uh, offers both ways, some schools to play uh, basketball, some schools to play baseball, but very few offering him the opportunity to do both. So Scott Bradley, the coach, uh, baseball coach at Princeton, went to the basketball coach and said, hey, I've got this guy uh, that I'm, I'm recruiting, but I, he wants to play both. Would you take a look at him? And the basketball coach, and I can't remember who it was. Who would that have been at Princeton? I can't remember who it would have been at that time. But it was still the, the back when they were. I think so. Still running that famous. I Princeton think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. But he said, "Wait, what's his name?" He said, "Chris Young, six ten, right? Yeah." And he said, "Okay, I've seen somebody that we were looking at tape, and I I noticed him. I wasn't even looking at him on the film, but I've noticed him." said, yeah, let's get him in here for a visit. So they bring him in, and they offer Chris Young to the opportunity to do both, play baseball and basketball, and he jumps on it because that's really his best opportunity to do both. He was being recruited by Texas and some other schools for one or the other, but not both. So he, he goes to Princeton, uh, graduates, you know, smart cookie, graduates in two years, basically played both sports for two years, and then he's got a choice to make. Which direction is he going to go? Baseball or uh, basketball? And kind of makes his path toward baseball. And he's toiling in the minor leagues. And he gets an offer by the Sacramento Kings, like a two-year um, guaranteed contract from the Sacramento Kings. Two-year guaranteed. Minimum was like five or six hundred thousand dollars a year. And they say he's making twenty five or thirty thousand a year in right. minor league baseball. Right. But he just sits on it. And uh at the end of the season, he goes to Earl Hershiser, who's the pitching coach. Uh, I guess he was with I guess would that have been the Rangers, I guess. Um 
goes to him and says, hey, I've got this opportunity uh, for basketball. I just want to know what you guys think about my future. You know, very, very open. You mm-hmm. know, what do you think about me? Do I have a future here? And he, he, Oral Hershiser says, what opportunity? He says, well, the Sacramento Kings have offered me a two-year guaranteed contract. And Hershiser looks at him and says, how long have you known about this? And he said, well, several months. And he said, and you didn't use that for leverage? <laughs> like he couldn't believe that he didn't right, do that, right. right? And he said, no, I didn't think that'd be right, but I just want to uh, kind of know, again, what you guys think of me. So Oral Hershiser goes into who would have been the GM for the Rangers at that point? John Hart? Oh, yeah. Is probably, that right? Yeah. I'm not sure that's right. But whoever the GM was, they go into him. The next day, they sit Chris Young down and say, here is a three-year guaranteed contract with us, and you don't have to worry about basketball anymore. So, you know, he had the leverage. He didn't even use it, and it turns out to work in his favor. So that's how he ended up going the baseball route. Isn't that pretty cool? That I mean, is. It says a lot about him. It does. One more really cool fact that I found about him his senior thesis was the impact of Jackie Robinson and the integration of baseball on racial stereotypes in America, a quantitative content analysis of stories about race in the New York Times. Good grief. So That's great. Yeah. Smart guy. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a, obviously, if he went to Princeton, you know, yeah. he, he's got some, uh, some computing power up there, but. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was really interesting. I was like, oh, he's smart. smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Did you find his high school? It is. I can do that really yeah. quick. Let's see. So that's who we're talking about is Chris Young. He's the GM for the Rangers. And uh, you'll see shots up in the uh, uh, owner suite or the GM suite at the ball game of him over the course of the game. All right, game four coming up tonight. Rangers and uh, D-backs. We'll have it on 92.9 FM. Television on Fox again this evening. Island Park, yes. Island Park, all right, very good. So uh, I, I just thought that was a great story. It really speaks to his character as much as anything, making the choice between baseball and basketball. Yeah, that's a, it's, and it's nice when it works out for you, you know, yeah. doing the right thing. Yeah. You still get paid. I like that. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, we'll be joined by Jerry Hill. We look forward to that. Always appreciate our time with Jerry. We are brought to you in part by Alliance Bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. We're also brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Back goes Jones, down goes Jones. Only heard here. Parsons beat the left tackle clean. Oh. Season. It's another two-sack game for Michael Parsons. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from Lincoln Financial Field. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Eagles. Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's fall clearance sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury motor-powered national bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. 
dealer. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Listen to the John Moore Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs surgery or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated, is local, and offers honest and fair pricing. Haddock's Heating and Air specializes in residential service and installation, plus new construction projects for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star rating on Google Reviews. Haddock's Heating and Air, 254-301-5373. And check them out on Facebook. License TACLB106271E. Are you stuck in a nine to five trap with a limited pay structure and feel like there's no way out, but you know that you're destined for greater things? At Globe Life Giddens Organization, opportunity is unlimited. My name's Parker, a recent Baylor alum who is looking to be in business for myself, but not by myself. And I'm not only on my way to make over six figures within my first year, but I'm building residual income while doing so. We're looking for competitive, motivated individuals to join our team. For career opportunity, text GLOBE to 41372. GLOBE to 41372. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now with his boogie shoes on and ready to talk Baylor athletics, here's Jerry Hill with John Morris. 
back with us. Jerry Hill joins us now. Baylor Insider Boogie and on in. And uh, Jerry, you know the studio is always available. If you want to come to the studio and be here face to face with us, that is always an option for you. I'm I'm pretty sure that's going to happen, John. All right, um, Aaron, remember I feel that. Like Aaron down like that week to week. You uh-huh. know, I think he needs to see my face. Maybe <laughs> even needs to see me dance a little bit. So maybe. Yeah, I think I do think I need to make a, an in studio appearance. All right, very good. You are always welcome. The door is, uh, yeah, theoretically always open. All right. Very good. Glad you're with us. Uh, We were talking about earlier about Baylor and U of H comes up this Saturday and uh, and you and I uh, kind of the first game we thought of in the history between Baylor and U of H was not a good Baylor memory. It was uh, 66 to 10 Cougars win over the Bears. Andre Ware 1989. And Aaron said uh, that's the first game he thought of. Also, (laughs) that's not good, is it? John, one I thought, and no, it's not. Yeah. One I thought of too late, um, and and you wouldn't have been able to get like probably any video from it. Uh-huh. But you know that was the first game at Baylor Stadium. The uh, first the game. first game. That's right in nineteen fifty. Nineteen fifty. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that till too late, but that would have been the first matchup I think in this series. But it was also the first game at Baylor Stadium. Ooh, that's very good. And and yeah. U of H's first game as a member of the Southwest Conference conference game was against Baylor also. Okay. In nineteen seventy six. First, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah it, that's it, right. Isn't it funny, isn't it funny though that we we haven't played them since ninety five? No, that's crazy. That is crazy. Like we had played everybody else, you know, and then you got TCU rejoining the conference. But have not played Houston since the breakup of the Southwest Conference. That just, that just, and I know we had the game scheduled with them a few years ago, but this will be the first time we've played them since '95. Wow. And Aaron and I were also talking that game that was scheduled that had to be canceled because of COVID, very legitimate reason. Um, Dana Holgerson just can't let it go. He he brought it up at his press conference yesterday. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I mean, think about the times and just where, you know, where we were in the world and why you would ever, you know, gripe about something like that. I think part of it was, John, if I remember right, the truck was already here, the equipment truck. Yes. But I don't think the team was here yet. I think I you're remember right. right. No, that's the way I, I remember it. The equipment truck was there, was here, but yeah, he just, yeah, he won't let it go. Three years later, more <laughs> than three years later, he won't let it go. So I'm sure... That's somewhere up on their bulletin boards or something. <laughs> yeah. I want to use that as motivation. Probably none of those guys from that team are probably even around. I mean, yeah, that's probably Houston right. Team. So anyway. But Baylor in Houston this week, and it'll be fun, right? This is uh, yeah. fun to renew this uh, rivalry that does go back to 1950. That's right. Yeah, and I think it is good, John. I, I, I never did understand completely – you know, because you played Rice, you played SMU, you played TCU. Hadn't played Arkansas since they left the league yeah. either. Um, hadn't played A&M since they left the league. But I just thought, you know, Houston being an in-state school, that was one. It just it would make sense to me, even mm-hmm. even when they weren't in the same conference. But for whatever reason, Baylor never played Houston, um, you know, in a non-conference game. So this this will be fun, John. I like you said, I I'm kind of glad to see uh, them back together again I think this can be a really good matchup I don't know that it'll ever come close to you know Baylor and TCU 
But I think Baylor and Houston can be a really good rivalry. Yeah, I agree. I'm looking forward to it. So coming into this game for the Bears coming off the loss to Iowa State, what were your main uh, takeaways uh, from that loss by Baylor on homecoming on Saturday? Yeah, John, I go back to what Coach Aranda had said on that Monday presser. Got to stop the run and got to run. <laughs> and those were the two areas I feel like that they got beat in that game was you know, weren't able to run the ball much at all other than Dawson Pendergrass. Uh, and then Iowa State is not a really good running team, and they just weren't able to completely bottle them up. Um, you know, I've looked at a couple of the plays and why those things broke, and, you know, they had a long run again. That's been an issue for this defense is giving up big chunk plays like that. They gave up a 49-yard touchdown run, so that, you know, that accounts for a good bit of their rushing yards. But even then, they you know they were able to run the ball consistently much more than Baylor was, and I think you know those two things were probably the biggest reason that you know Baylor wasn't able to you know I guess even stay in the game, but certainly not able to pull it out there in the fourth quarter when you know at least they had kind of inched their way back in. Stop, run the ball, stop the run, and he he mentions yep. every week starting fast. He wants this team right. to start fast, and they're still kind of kind of waiting to do that. Yeah. And the funny thing is, uh, Holgerson in his press conference that was the first thing he talked about wanting their team to start fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it like you said, it's been a bugaboo all year. Baylor hadn't really kind of come out of the shoots very good in any of the games, and uh, and I believe they're still. I don't think they've scored a first quarter touchdown in conference play, John. So mm. that's that's something that's got to change. And I really do think, you know, if you could just hit a big play really on either side, offense or defense, just make something happen really early, first series, second series, kind of get things going, take a lead. You know, I think that would be big in a game like this is if you can take a lead on a Houston team that's coming off a 41 nothing loss where they were, you know, non-competitive against Kansas State, I think that would be big because, you know, this is probably a team teetering. I, they're both probably teetering a little bit. But I think if you could get a lead on Houston early, I think it would be really big in this game. Yeah, I believe that uh, also. Both teams 3-5 and five on the year. Houston's 1-4 and four in the Big 12. Baylor's 2-3. and three. Um, and um, Baylor is undefeated, as we mentioned, uh, wearing white this year. So why not? Why not do something you've never done before? Let's wear white at home, <laughs> which yeah, Baylor is yeah. doing this week. That's that's the extremes. We yeah, yeah, exactly. White at home. I think it's great, John. I, and and I don't remember. I think this might have. I don't remember if it was scheduled or not. But I think it's great to do the white out. You know, at home. Um, you know, with both, you know, the fans in white and white, you know, uniforms and the whole bit. Right. I think it'll be a lot of fun, um, you know, coming off of the homecoming week that didn't go the way you wanted to. But, uh, you know, going into a Hall of Fame weekend where, you, you know, you hope to kind of bounce back. It's been a little bit of the trend here in Big 12 play. Lose, win, lose, win. So I think we're I think we're back on win this week. <laughs> so, you know, if we can pull one out this week and, and then, you know, It's a tall task, John, but, you know, you can still win three of your last four and become bowl eligible. So I I think as long as that, you know, kind of carrot is out there, I think it's something you shoot for. Certainly you just shoot to go one and oh, but I think it's something that's out there that, you know, that's, you know, close enough that the players can kind of taste it. So I think it does give them some motivation going into these last four games. Yeah, very much. 
All right, you mentioned uh, Hall of Fame weekend. The Hall of Fame induction banquet comes up on Friday. Uh, we have visited over the last few weeks with all the electees to the Hall of Fame, and this is going to be fun. It's going to be a great class and always a first-class event. Yeah, John, this will be fun. Um, you know, and I do enjoy getting to talk to them, um, you know, each week and get to hear their stories. You know some of them, but some of them you hear new stories or, you know, you learn more about them, and that's been cool. Um, you know, like you said, this is a great group. I don't, I don't think we can have a bad group anymore. <laughs> right. I just, I, and I don't know that Baylor's ever had a bad group, but this is another great group, I think, uh, you know, headlined by Pat Nunley. Yes, uh, absolutely. <laughs> we got a World Series champion and a national championship <laughs> broadcaster highlighting the class, Pat Love Nunley and, and Max Muncy. So. That's going to be fun. The banquet is completely sold out. It's Friday night uh, at the Cashin Building, so that'll be a lot of fun this weekend. And they'll be recognized on the field during the game on Saturday. All right, let's touch on uh, some other sports. Jerry, soccer's season came to an end. But, uh, boy, when you look at that and the improvement and the number of wins uh, this year compared to last year and Michelle Leonard's first year last year, got to be uh, signs of progress for Baylor soccer. Yeah, absolutely, John. You look at the numbers, just the pure numbers. I mean, Baylor won four games last year. They won nine this year, uh, had a winning record. Um, they scored 15 goals last year. Ashley Merrill scored 12 by herself, and the team scored 33. So more than doubled your goals, more than doubled your wins, got back to the Big 12 tournament. These were big steps, I think, uh, in in Michelle Leonard's second year, and and I think it certainly shows they're back on track. And, you know, and a lot of those 33 goals are going to be back next year. So I, I think it, uh, you know, just bodes well for the future. I know they wanted to win that game, uh, you know, really badly on Saturday because, you know, they had tied Cincinnati during the regular season 2-2. Cincinnati had scored a late goal and then kind of, uh, you know, almost in a mirror image of that, they scored late again to win it this time. Baylor had fought back from a 2-0 deficit and uh, had, had, you know, tied it up. But then Cincinnati got a late goal to win it 3-2. So I know they're disappointed with that, but I do think they took some pretty significant steps, John. Yep, very much so. So uh, pack, pack it away for Baylor soccer for the year. Volleyball still going strong and uh, played Texas last week. A couple of tough matches there. Uh, had a 2-0 lead on Texas in the first game in Austin last Thursday and uh, eventually uh, dropped a five-set match there. Yeah, I think what happened, John, is I, I think that's about the time that I uh, checked in on the match. Oh, it's you. Okay. It yeah, I yeah. watched it up to that point. Okay. They were up 2-0, so I was like, oh, man, they're going to they're gonna win for the first time ever in Austin. <laughs> I turned it on, and no, did not happen. It, you know, John, I think it does show that they can go toe-to-toe with just about anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a top-five team in the nation, uh, defending national champions, so – you went in there. You went toe to toe with them. Uh, you had them down two zero, uh, and even even uh, in the second match, uh, Baylor, you know, was right there with them. I think they lost twenty seven twenty five in that first set, and just couldn't couldn't match that. Texas won in a sweep in that one, but man, they they were right there in both of those matches. So I think you know, as much as they might be disappointed with you know with the win loss there. But I think uh, I think it does show that they can compete with just about anybody. I talked to Coach McGuire today, um, you know, just in previewing the Oklahoma match tomorrow, and I did ask, you know, do you feel like you need to win out to get a top 16 and host? And he said yes. 
mm. he thinks probably needs to win all seven. And, and there's some tough matches along the way. Got to got to play TCU twice and Jason Williams. So that'll be that'll be interesting. But yeah, I think uh, but but I think it's kind of in their hands, though, John. I think if they do win those seven uh, and, and beat some good teams along the way, I think they can at least put themselves in position to maybe host. And so that that would be big for a very young team. All right, and you mentioned Oklahoma tomorrow night uh, at home, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center, Baylor, Oklahoma Volleyball. Then they'll be at Tech on Saturday afternoon at 1. Um, and how about cross-country, Jerry? Uh, Big 12 championships in 32-degree uh, weather on Saturday in Ames, yeah. Iowa. Ugh. Yeah, it was, it was funny because, you know, you think about the conditions here, of course, it was rainy and stuff, but it was not 32 degrees. Yeah, not close. Um, Yeah, cross country running uh, in their uh, conference meet up there, Ryan Hodge and Hayden Gold uh, led those teams. Uh, But, you know, and again, both of those are very young teams, Um, you know, and just, I I just don't think with some of the new teams that had come in, I don't know that they were ready to compete at that level, um, but they get another chance in a couple of weeks at the uh, NCAA South Central Regional hopefully to finish off a, you know, the season on a strong note. And where is that? The regional, is that the one in Fayetteville or is that the national championship? No, I think that's Fayetteville. And I can't remember where nationals is. Okay. I think the regional is in, is in Fayetteville in a couple of weeks, that Friday, whatever that one would be. Um, so yeah, they'll finish out there. Uh, and then, uh, you know, get, get ready for track. You turn right around and that, in that sport, uh, you know, from one season to the next. Yeah. All right. And uh, next time we talk on the air next week, uh, basketball season will be underway. <laughs> the women begin. They've got an exhibition game on Friday and then their season opener on Monday and then the Baylor men open on Tuesday. So here it comes. The start of basketball season is upon us. Yeah. Whether we're ready or not. Right. Uh-huh. right. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, though. Uh, you know, I've just. I've heard a lot about both teams. I haven't really gotten a chance to see them much. But, uh, yeah, the women have that exhibition uh, on uh, Friday night where you and I will be at the Hall of Fame. Uh, And then they play, I believe it's Southern on Monday, and then the men open uh, uh, in South Dakota against Auburn. Um, So that'll be be an interesting opener. You know, Auburn's a really good team. Bruce Pearl, I think probably one of the better coaches in the country. Um, so that'll be a tough opening game, but uh, I'm I'm excited to see both of these teams because I think they're both very deep, and uh, this is, I I think John, this is going to be a fun basketball season. Yeah, I do too. For both teams, uh, it's exciting. Both are ranked, you know, in the preseason yeah. poll, so yeah. uh, it is fun that it is almost here. All right, anything else, Jerry, on your plate you want to mention? <laughs> well, and since I had it just called up, I'll tell you that men's golf. Uh-huh is in fourth place uh, in the Kapalai. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, Nicole would, or, uh, would Noel would tell me that is not right. I'm but, sure. Uh, yeah, Baylor is in fourth uh, place, minus four. This is kind of what, kind of like the women played last week in the Wahin Invitational. This is one I think Baylor should win. Um, it's not a really strong field. Hawaii is there, of course. Florida Gulf Coast is leading right now, but Baylor being the highest-ranked team, they should have a good chance to win this one. And here's a cool thing, John. All 10 players are over there. They took five individuals. Oh, really? So you've got a five-man team plus five individuals playing. So that's a pretty good treat for uh, for I would say. I would say. Yeah. Good scheduling by those golf coaches in November. 
Very good. Yeah. All right, Jerry, appreciate it. Thanks very much. Are Thanks, you, uh, wait a second, are you trick-or-treating this evening? I am not. I actually was going to text Jonathan and see if uh, Jameson was doing any trick-or-treating. Um, so I need to check on that. But I, I And I certainly did not uh, dress up as most of our uh, fan engagement and marketing team did today. Huh? I, I did not dress up unless I'm dressed as like a sports writer. Yeah, <laughs> you do that well. You do that every day. What's the best uh, costume on the hallway there? Wow, that's a good one. Um, you know, it's like uh, this—it's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, I believe. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because uh, Cody is Doc. Okay. And I think Noah was Sleepy. Okay. And then uh, Michaela was like the Queen, or you know, evil Queen, or whatever. All right. And I believe Aaron is Snow White. <laughs> okay. Of course she is. <laughs> yes, she is. That would be Aaron Bean. So of course she's yeah. this. The queen. Yeah. Very good. Well done by fan engagement. All right, Jerry, oh, thanks very much. Here's another good one. Yeah. Here's another good one. Before I go, sorry. Um, <laughs> Kevin Gall, I'll give it to him. Yeah. He came to Mac. Oh, he did. <laughs> this very um, bright, I would say gaudy uh-huh. uh, shirt <laughs> with, uh, of course, no socks with the shoes. Ah. Uh, uh, very, very good on Kevin. I don't know. Uh, Kevin might not be working here tomorrow. <laughs> well, we'll miss you, Kevin. Here. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hey, that's right, great. John. I got to see that. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right. Jerry Hill, Baylor Insider. Great to visit with him. Great insight onto, uh, into all things Baylor athletics. Good point Jerry makes, Aaron. The first game ever played at uh, Baylor Stadium was Baylor versus Houston. It was a 34-7 Baylor win over the Cougars. September 30th, 1950. Man. How about that? That's a little history. It is. That, that makes me even happier that the rivalry's been renewed. Yeah. You want to yeah. play the team that the first team you ever played. Yeah. In, at a new stadium. At a new stadium, yeah. yeah. And then Houston joins the Southwest Conference in 1976 in their first conference game is against Baylor. Cougars won that game 23-5 in, uh, in 1976. They were blowing and going at that point. They won one, two, three, four straight games in the series, 76, 77, 78, and 79. Baylor won in, in 1980. So there's some history there, and that's fun, and that'll be renewed this week as the Bears take on the Cougars. All right, thanks to Jerry Hill. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by uh, our new friends and uh, compadres at ATDS, American Truck Driving School. American Truck Driving School assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. How long is that going to take you? Well, uh, ATDS says your only requirement is you must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. Nothing, uh, nothing too outlandish there. They train and test on manual transmissions, which sets them apart from other schools in the area. They do not want their students to have an automatic restriction on their license. They start new class every two weeks and also have weekend classes available. Um, how long does it take? I thought it said in here somewhere how long uh, you uh, would need to take the classes but I don't see that. Call them at two five. Ask them that question. 254-829-1694. That's 254-829-1694 to get your employee enrolled to obtain their CDL license from ATDS, 
American Truck Driving School. We're also brought to you by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Another big weekend ahead for the Baylor Club. Friday Night Live, yes. The Saturday Tailgate, yes. And the Bear Victory Brunch on Sunday at the Baylor Club. A tradition unlike any other. The luncheons, the brunchons at the Baylor Club on Sundays following Baylor home games. I'm sure, I haven't talked to Mike, uh, uh, Mike Mosel maybe just now coming out after a busy, busy weekend, but uh, I'm sure it was very well attended this past uh, Sunday on homecoming weekend, and they'll do it again this week, the Sunday Victory Brunch at the Baylor Club. Just a few of the many activities they have going on there. Check it out on the web, thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com. You can always give them a call at 254-710-8080 for the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears welcome new Big 12 rival Houston to Waco this Saturday for a salute to service matchup at McLean Stadium. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff Saturday afternoon. It's the Bears and the Houston Cougars this Saturday. And all of the action is right here on your home for Baylor Bear football. ESPN Central Texas. To keep your energy costs low, seal your home or business with insulation from ProFoam Insulation. Whether you want spray foam insulation, retrofit insulation, blow-in insulation, or bat insulation, ProFoam Insulation is the team for the job. They can handle residential, commercial, and agricultural jobs. They're licensed and insured, offer free estimates, and lifetime warranties are also available. Family-owned and operated since 2017. ProFoam Insulation of Robinson, 254-640-1255, and ask for Matt. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. At Waste Connections, they keep Central Texas clean. Waste Connections provides trash pickup and recycling services to Waco area homes and businesses. Remember them when you need residential garbage service, commercial dumpsters, and garbage collection, bulk item pickups, trash compactors, or construction and demolition roll-offs. They would be honored to be your service provider. Waste Connections, 254-840-4060, South Main Street, McGregor, and at wasteconnections.com. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Elevate your career with a new job at Time Manufacturing Company. First, second, and third shifts are available. CNC machinists start at $21 an hour. Welders start at $22 an hour. And second and third shift differential is an additional $250 an hour. Time Manufacturing is a leading global manufacturer of vehicle-mounted aerial lifts, digger derricks, bucket trucks, and bridge inspection equipment. 
Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. At Bush's Chicken, we understand how stressful life can be at times. There's work, getting kids to and from school, ball games, and other extracurricular activities. That's why we make ordering at Bush's Chicken quick and easy with the fastest drive through service you will ever experience. You can leave the cooking to us, save time, and still feed your family a solid meal. On your way home, stop by today and get the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Oh, there you go, Aaron. Kind of fits into today, doesn't it? Does. It? I like it. Oh, you like uh, scary movies? Do not. Really? Don't watch them. I watched them a ton as a kid, and I just, eh, you know, I'd rather watch other things. I like suspenseful movies. Right. I don't like horror. movies with a twist. The ones that are just straight gory, I don't have any. The Saw series. I never had any interest in watching one second of that series. Right, right. Because it's just... And look, I know people will defend it, but it's basically just, you know, finding new contraptions to yeah. to hurt and maim and kill people with in every new movie. And I just don't have an interest in that. Yeah, I'm the same way. So a uh, good suspenseful movie with a good twist. Like one of the best ever was uh, Sixth Sense. I was, yeah, and twist at the I was end, thinking you know? of a couple of M. Night Shyamalan movies. Uh, my favorite is Unbreakable with yes. Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. Such, and, and Bruce Willis. Such a yes. great movie. I like those. All right, so uh, be careful out there, whatever you're doing this evening. Uh, be careful with the kiddos uh, if you're out trick-or-treating. We're going to go trick-or-treating with a couple of our grandkids tonight, so that'll be fun. That's 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 good stuff right that there. That is very fun. One will be, one is like a, what is, what is Wesley? He is a police officer kind of mm-hmm. uniform. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, nice. yep, so it'll be, it'll be good. Looking forward to that. Uh, Aaron, how about Matt Mosley coming up 3-6? to six? What do you guys have planned for us? We will talk with Baylor women's basketball head coach Nikki Collins. She will do her first sit-down with Matt of the year. and We'll talk about the upcoming season, some of the changes to the team, the new additions, some uh, two big transfers from last year that are finally going to be able to play a lot of Goodness, minutes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they started up next Monday. <laughs> so... We'll be talking about the upcoming season with Coach Collin. We'll also obviously be talking a lot of Texas Rangers game four of the World Series tonight. By the way, all World Series games on Shooter 92.9 FM, the entire thing starting with the pregame at 6.30 tonight and first pitch after 7.04. But that's every World Series game is on Shooter 92.9 FM. Yeah, and do yourself a favor. Tune into that and listen to Eric and Matt because – Eric Nadell, Hall of Famer, calling the World Series. Yeah, it, it's a treat. They are great. And while I really like the television play-by-play, John Smoltz is just unlistenable. I mean, all he does is talk oh, yeah. about how bad the Rangers are. Ah. It, it really is. And who does? Who's doing the play-by-play? It's uh, Joe Davis. Joe Davis. Yeah. He does a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. I really like his call. And I think he realizes – John Smoltz may be bad because his calls are a little longer and more detailed. You know what I mean? Like he's leaving less time for the color guy, but he's making good calls doing it. I've really enjoyed his, uh, but John Smoltz, I just can't listen anymore. So yeah, definitely listen to the radio broadcast. Eric Nadell, there's nobody better on the planet that does it. Yeah, that's so cool. All right, very good. Game four comes up tonight. Uh, Birthdays today. It's Chris Clemens' birthday. Happy birthday to Chris. One of the great baseball men in this area. 
when I was uh, 12 years old. I was short, not a very good hitter, but being <laughs> short allowed me to walk with the bases loaded against Chris Clemens because really? he find the strike zone. Is so I got, right? I got an RBI off of him. Wow. And it was a, one of only two RBIs I had the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> what a good memory there. That's pretty good. So happy birthday to, uh, to Chris Clemens. Small strike zone. <laughs> it's Kip Averett's birthday. Happy birthday to uh, Kip. Appreciate her, him. Stephen Sullivan's birthday. Baylor alumni engagement. Jason Young's birthday is today. Jerry Weatherman uh, at Baylor. Happy birthday to Jerry. Um, I think that is it. Matt Kramer's birthday is today also. I think that's all I have. Aaron, who else would you add to the birthday list? Here today, Rob Schneider turns 59. Vanilla Ice, 56. Ad Rock of the Beastie Boys, my good buddy Daniel Rupley's favorite band. He is 57. Nick Saban, possibly the greatest football coach in College football coach in history, turns 72. Peter Jackson, director, writer, and producer of Lord of the Rings, and he won three Oscars for uh, for those, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Adapted Screenplay. He turns 62. And finally, Dan Rather's birthday today, mm. 92 years young. Is that right? Yes, I was surprised. Dan Rather's that, 92. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, happy birthday to the great Dan Rather. How about that? Had a chance to uh, cross paths with him when I was at Channel 10, and and Dan was coming in. Everybody was coming in for the Branch Davidian story. Yeah, <laughs> and he was camping out at our station uh, quite a bit, uh, and then doing live shots for the CBS Evening News out there. So that was fun. Uh, Ninety-two years old. Ninety-two. I think he's still doing shows. Isn't I think he's he? doing something. Yeah, just Dan like, rather reports something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, kind of an internet only thing. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Uh, that they run on. Man, CBS, I think. That's great. Yeah. All right, very good. Uh, thanks to Jerry Hill, who's on with us. Remember, Game 4 of the World Series comes up tonight, and we invite you to stay tuned. The Matt Mosley Show is coming up next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Yeah, we'll stay away from that one. Matt got mad at me. I don't want to mad at me right now.